You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome. This is a beautiful Sunday morning here in North America on the western coast of the continent. And I want to wish all the fathers out there that are beautiful stewards of assisting in creating humanity. And thank you for your vibration and your contribution to creating the human species. Uh, Today we're going to dive in a little bit on how the masculine uh, really impacts us all internally and externally and help each one of us connect to our father energy. And that's going to be fun no matter what your relationship is or was with your father. We can always connect and deepen the wisdom that was there for us to receive. And sometimes we get to receive information that might not be so comfortable. And other times it feels quite nice. So that's the beautiful part of samsara. We have a full gamut of things to experience. So I also want to acknowledge before we dive in that that summer energy is here, heart energy, and then in the Southern Hemisphere, we have winter. So we have a full reversal of the yin and yang energy here on planet Earth. And we have these two elements of fire and water. So I'm going to play with those today as we enter into sound. Uh, In addition, I wanted to uh, thank you all for being here in this moment to take time out to sit, receive, and be. So today we're going to talk about uh, integrity and utilizing the theme of the masculine, the father energy. That energy is located in our solar plexus, hence father, son, or grandfather, son, uh, and that energy in your stomach, if you just connect to your stomach right now, is where you're connected to your father. And if your father has passed, then that energetic plug-in has been removed. It doesn't mean that you're still not connected on a soul level or an ancestry level, but while we exist and our parents still exist, we're connected to them. So for the father, Uh, It is the stomach-to-stomach energy. And uh, that is super powerful. You know, in Chinese medicine, we utilize the yang energy. That's our giving energy. And it's interesting because many people associate giving with the feminine, but it's actually the masculine aspect of ourself that gives. And it's the feminine side that receives. And then the dance between the two keep us in harmony with nature so we receive give receive give and uh, that's what nature mirrors to us too so today uh, in honor of the necessary 
contribution of the father to help create life within the female embodiment. This word of integrity is so important, especially right now at this moment on planet Earth. Uh, we've become a very distorted society. We take in a lot of information and know a lot of things about a lot of people that would not normally occur. It's an oversaturation of information. And, you know, again, there's beautiful things that this technology does, like you can all receive this and many other beautiful things out there that can nourish you. The, the part that can be detrimental is the aspects of uh, things out there that can create anxiety, comparison, uh, self-doubt, shame, all of those things that can get locked up in our solar plexus. So when our solar plexus is in flow, meaning that we are aligned with the present moment, it's just as really simple. We're aligned with the present moment and we're responding to the present moment. We don't need to do anything else but that in every moment. The present moment's here and you respond. Now, what happens is when we're ahead of ourselves or behind ourselves, meaning we bring in our past to our present and we're thinking about uh, what we want in the most immediate future and maybe the long range future, we can start to create uh, some constriction with our flow. And so in the given moment, if you think about the father energy and the yang energy within our own system, that's our giving energy. That's where we extend our palm out and offer something and in many uh, cultures, they actually will only receive with the left and only give with the right. Uh, and so you would never stick out your right hand to receive something. You would only stick out your left hand to receive something if someone was giving it to you. And again, this is just complementing that natural energy exchange that already exists in your body. So when we're just in this moment and responding to this moment, then we're in flow. You don't have to do any special thing. You're just completely present. You can't be anywhere else. And that's why performers will feel very, wow, that was amazing because they all they can do is drop in. They can't really be thinking about anything else. Athletes, the same things. They drop in and they're present. Now, the key is to sustain that beyond a performance, beyond certain moments, beyond, you know, maybe a surgeon that's performing surgery that they extend it out into their life. But the propensity to grasp at this, that, and the other is very high. And so how this relates actually to integrity is I always recommend with people I work with one-on-one -on -one to uh, really refine about two or three codes of ethics, not a long monologue of all the things you stand for, just three core, three is usually a good strong number structurally, three core things that you can practice, refine and master. And so how this helps when we're in the present moment is even if we're super present, we might get distracted or we might get enticed. And then all of a sudden we've shifted the 
the natural flow of our solar plexus and that can create all kinds of imbalances and you know we're systemically running on a society that is anxious i mean i feel it all the time when i i'm working with people uh people they they're the way they eat the way they think they're moving so rapidly that there's no um softness you know so when you go in the the forest i i use this analogy often is that there's no problems there it's just is it's comfortable everyone's moving and doing what they need to do in nature and that resonance feels good that's why people feel really good when they go out in nature and nature doesn't have to be a big redwood forest it's around us everywhere it's around us in the cities you can't escape it and it's just a choice if you decide to feel into that resonance or if you decide to feel into the neighbors yelling or feel into a car crash. All those things are part of our nature these days. We're not in a whole agricultural society anymore on planet Earth. So what this integrity thing does is we use the example of uh, maybe that one of your integrity points is that you're going to mind your own business. And so if you practice minding your own business, what will happen is you'll free up a lot of space, you know, and uh, on the internet, it's really easy not to mind your own business because we can look at what everyone's doing, even if they're not in our own life. So if that's say one of your core ethics, mind my own business, because that can lead to a lot of things, gossiping, all kinds of stuff that actually will diminish your well-being and diminish your cosmic bank account aka karmic that you deposit and withdraw from daily and so if we utilize that in that moment then we won't look at the car crash unless we hear someone calling for help then we would go because they someone asked for assistance they didn't ask you to look or peer in on what's going on with them they just asked for assistance and so that core ethic will keep you flowing because if you're out, let's say, for uh, enjoying the park and something happens and you stay in your lane and mind your own business, then from there you can keep in your flow. You don't need to be distracted by things that are not in and around you, meaning that you can literally see. And again, this is super helpful for how to manage what is on planet Earth if you can see things within and around you, experience them firsthand. So what integrity will do, just like that simple example, is it will continue to assist you in refining yourself. It will continue to help you rise up to your highest expression and, uh, it will make life a lot easier. So those of you that carry anxiousness in your stomach or put a lot of tension to your stomach, meaning even if you're a pro athlete, you know, it's really popular uh, these days to like pop out muscles in all different ways. It's, it's so fascinating to see. I don't even know how people do it, but I'm amazed by it. And so if we put over attention to anything, it can create constriction. So that's why in a, a Buddhist uh, precept, 
is uh, pay attention to your body, but not too much, meaning keep it healthy and well, but not to the point of vanity, not to the point to uh, doing it for ulterior motives, meaning maybe uh, putting a band-aid over something that's deeper to resolve. So this integrity point will help you resolve maybe some of those issues internally, people that have eating disorders, people that have money issues, people that have compulsions, all are going to be carrying constriction in their gut. And it's not a surprise that we have a world full of gut issues uh, because we have not been an integral society. So with that being said, it's really easy to point fingers and blame people. However, uh, the responsibility starts with you. So you can start to make shifts within self if you so do choose to bring yourself into integrity. And then what will start to happen is you'll feel freer and you will feel aligned in your life. And I, there was a beautiful uh, statement from someone I met recently. She said, just because you appear physically to have it all together doesn't mean your internal being is well. And for her, that occurred when she realized she had a certain disharmony inside, but outside looked great. So again, being integral, because it's easy to create a facade, but do we embody that facade? And so that's a question that you can sit with yourself. So a few things I would like to ask you right in this moment is to really check in with your gut. Uh, how does your gut feel? Meaning do you emotionally carry some energy there? Is it uncomfortable there? Uh, is it a, on a daily basis that you can feel your energy moving rapidly? Or does the energy feel stuck, stagnant? Um, or is it moving consistently like a river? Just the water's moving down the river, not too fast, not too slow, just right. Um, I want you to feel into that gut, what's going on with that energy there. And uh, where could you improve upon holding that energy? Uh, we're not typically going to be able to hold it perfect all at all times. And so within that, then you can also check in with digestion. It's interesting. We'll be getting into, we're in a, a spiritual talk, but we are going to talk about physicality. So if your food is being absorbed properly and you are eliminating properly, this is a sign that you solar plexus is in harmony or at least better off than most. And so these are ways to check in because we can trick ourselves. Oh, I'm fine. But so one, how's that gut feeling? How's the energetics of it? Do you carry a lot of worry, anxiety, doubt? Uh, does it feel tight and constricted? Are you overly concerned with your uh, belly? <laughs> no matter what shape it is, are you overly concerned with it? Uh, whether you're obsessive about it or not doesn't it's just are you do you place a lot of attention there or does the stomach get grab your attention and uh, talk to you a lot so these are clues that 
uh, you're, you are or not completely in alignment with your integrity. And so, and I really encourage anyone listening when they're feeling in right now to their energetics, their physical body, how their digestion is working. Uh, again, the picture on the outside doesn't mean that the person is in harmony. So if you have a, you know, ripped ab wall, fantastic. Um, but is that, are you in harmony internally? That's important. Does your digestion work properly? And are you absorbing nutrients properly? And so once you start to feel this, that will mean that you're in integrity with your body. That's one, one component. And then from there, uh, are you in, te- in integrity with your core ethics? And so I would love for you just to jot down the first three integral words that you feel you would like to live by. You can refine them later, but just write down three and don't overthink it. Just write them down. And so those core words, and you can pause this and then write them down and come back. Uh, those core words are things to work on. That becomes the practice. And so if you're already, say your ethics is to be kind, but you are pretty much kind the majority of your day, then maybe choose another one. Uh, Because the things you've already are more proficient at, they're going to be there no matter what, because you've already embodied them. And you'll notice when you don't. But maybe, you know, sometimes people will say honesty is important to them, but maybe they don't uh, practice it internally and externally. So whatever they are, whatever you wrote down, fantastic. And then what I'd like you to do is after this segment today is to sit down and really self-examine where you can start to improve on these three code of ethics, these three points, that's going to help you retain integrity. And so when you go to make decisions, you'll ask yourself, have all three of these things been met? And if not, then maybe you need to contemplate it a little bit more. And this will help you feel confident in everything that you're doing because you'll know, oh, these things have been met internally. They're, as far as I know, going to be met externally. If not, I can adapt, I can adjust. And then you don't need to worry. You don't need to feel anxious. All you have to do is be present to this moment and see what unfolds and then respond accordingly. And based on your karma in this lifetime, everything that you need to respond to will arrive. Everything that you created before here will arrive. And so your efforts in the present moment are holding that integrity, because guess what? When we hold our inner code of ethics, that will pave the way into our future In addition, that effort will yield you a deeper understanding of who you are. Not the persona that you create on social media or at your job or with your family even. 
It'll get you closer to understand your eternal being. Your eternal being has no identification with all the suits you've worn before here and after. Your eternal being continues to evolve and harness wisdom and learns how to be more and more proficient at responding to very significant karmic intersections. And then when that smooth sailing is happening, this energy center is freer. And guess what? You can meet your destiny with greater grace. No grasping. Just greater grace. And in addition, what happens here is that when you stay in integrity and you start to become less I-centric. So a lot of people will use words like, Manifest your destiny. Create your vision board. Uh, Live your purpose. First of all, your destiny was already created by you before you got here. Second of all, your purpose was created by you before you got here. You're in it. You're in it. And lastly, if we spend a lot less time grasping at things, people, and situations, we'll be a lot freer. If we utilize the simple premise of showing up and being of service to those already destined moments that are unfolding, It becomes so powerful and so rich every moment. Years ago, I uh, had to be in a situation. I'm not going to tell the story because we don't need to bring too much of the past to the present. But it was quite um, intense. And... What saved me in that moment is that I decided to be present. I decided to pay attention to everything that was around me. Really pay attention. Rather than leaving my body, meaning being there but not there, rather than fall to my grief, just really being present. And when we do that, and I've done that many times over in unusual situations, is profound things are revealed. We get to see really beautiful things when we just welcome ourselves to be there. And so, of course, life is not always going to be pleasant as long as we're in this wheel of samsara a.k.a. the wheel of life, the wheel of suffering, 
and joy. There's that too. They are all, you know, all things exist together. Uh, but when we really drop in, it can be quite beautiful what's witnessed, even in horrific situations. So, simple, simple steps here is that if you want to really release and find uh, ease and grace from your core, your solar plexus, I welcome you to step into integrity. I welcome you to become radically honest with yourself. You don't need to share it with the world on social media. It's almost better if you don't. No declaration needs to be made. Just get radically honest with yourself. And then take some time to self-reflect on three codes that you're going to uphold. Make that a doctrine to yourself. And again, you don't have to share those with anyone. Hold yourself accountable. Practice embodying that. You might be able to step in and out of those resonances from certain certain situations, but not in others. Practice it. And then from there, soften the gaze. Because the other part that happens with our solar plexus and is connected to the masculine energy is that's the ego. So the ego, the mind, and higher states of consciousness are really close to each other. And so it's very easy to get egoic and feel when that energy is rising up and you're really uh, getting into your grace, you're in integrity. It's powerful, but it's not to be used to be over someone or to manipulate someone or to control someone, then all of that work just diminishes. So as you free up your solar plexus, as you bring your body into harmony, as you bring your gut and mind into harmony, as you free yourself from emotions and or feelings that you hold in your gut that no longer serve as you let go of the past your gut will be free and then you'll be in your rum you'll be in your flow you'll be able to meet those destined points that you already created before here with grace and you'll be able to serve life with your natural gifts and this is why we have this gut response from our stomach to our brain we also have it from our heart to our brain we have all these neurotransmissions throughout the body and when we go through process of freeing ourselves, letting go of all the things that we don't want to carry around anymore, the gut will continue 
to assist us. It will help us have a more clear brain. <laughs> the function of it will be more precise and we'll have greater freedom within every moment. And for some of you that love drama, that love uh, maybe manipulating others, that love to wear your past on your arm in the present, it's going to feel a little strange at first because we want to sometimes share stories from our past or bring up the bad points of certain life circumstances when imagine if we went around just talking about all the good stuff <laughs> but not even needing to do that just really responding to what is in and around you so powerful and the deeper you go into just being with what is, holding yourself accountable, it'll get easier and easier to keep this core flowing in its natural rhythm. And so the last part that I would like to close out on is that basically, uh, you know, all other parts of nature aren't like the animals, the insects, non, not the domesticated ones, the non-domesticated animals, the insects. Everyone is in their lila in a way that is in harmony with Mother Nature. We are the only species that is more imposing on one another, on nature. And there are gifts to that, and there are downfalls to that. Yet, that is why your life is so precious. Human life is so precious because it can be expressed in so many ways. And so rather than waste it, meaning uh, being in fear, anxiety, laziness, uh, being addicted, all these different things that could be happening, why not honor it with sacredness? Honor it with the sacredness of the divine. Uh, honor it with the sacredness of the unexplainable within you. It's in you. It's in each one of us. And that's why these inner code of ethics are so important to be held here in the gut. Because it's a solid place. That's why the masculine energy is... is a very still, a true still masculine energy like a samurai uh, holds the energy in a way that he doesn't have to do much except hold that energy and he can actually win a quote-unquote war without lifting a finger. That's the energy that is available to all of us whether you're a male or female embodiment. So as we go into the sit, I would love to welcome you just to let all of that wash away for a moment, but you might have things rise up. Your words might shift around uh, your inner code of ethics and how they can assist you 
in being in your grace and in your natural rhythm because each and every one of us has a different rhythm and that's to be honored too but we'll uh, we'll save that for maybe next week now that we're entering into summer here in northern hemisphere so just let it all wash away everything that i shared I'm going to welcome you to come up into an upright position. Half lotus, full lotus, cross-legged position. If you need to extend your legs straight out and lean up against a wall or something for your back if you need the support. And then I want you to take a nice gentle breath into your belly. And then exhale out. And then bring that breath into the belly and exhale out. Another one, inhale and exhale. And now I want you to feel your inner Agni, your inner fire. I want you to feel the softness of your belly. Let it be soft, not rigid, not constricted. Let the breath like a, a baby come in and out of your belly softly. And just in the mind's eye as we dive into this meditation, I just want you to connect your inner fire, your life force. And just follow your breath with your inner fire and just be allow this moment to be here if the thoughts come in let them walk right back out practice not engaging observe your breath observe your inner fire
taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. And then gently placing your hands together in front of your heart center. breathing in and out and then giving thanks for all aspects of yourself giving yourself gratitude for all that you are and then from there extending love, compassion, gratitude out beyond here to a person, people, and or place that it might be welcomed. And then gently from there welcoming you to bring your hands prayer position up to your mind's eye your forehead and taking a moment to acknowledge all aspects of self to simply bow to self with respect And then I would like to thank each and every one of you that's taken this moment out to be here uh, to receive. And I humbly acknowledge each and every one of you. And I bow to you all with respect. As inspired, take a few moments longer to connect with your inner ethics. And then as inspired, bring them to every moment that is an unfolding around you. Practice and play with it. You got to know what they are first. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out. The full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
着。